Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus Podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Brooke. I'm Diana. And this is episode 50. Woohoo! Yes! Today, we will be discussing Fear the Walking Dead, season 5, episode 4, entitled Skid Mark, mm-hmm. with the theme of Redeem or Chance. We will also discuss Toy Story 4 and mid-90s. Yes. Before we dive in, how are you doing, Diana? I'm doing great. Yes. Yay! It's That's hump day. Awesome. Yes, it is. <laughs> I love that expression. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I We had an off-site um, event at my work today, and so we had fun. We went in. We painted. Oh. We created. Is it one of those, like... Um, I can't think of the name of it. Paint night things? We painted actual, like, pottery. Oh, you did pottery? Yeah. Awesome. So, it was very cool. How fun. It's so relaxing. It's so therapeutic, it feels like. Yeah. You know, just everybody concentrating on the strokes, the colors. Yeah. Of course, who was the last one (laughs) to pick her Miss (laughs) Detail-Oriented. This can't make up her mind. So. um, That's cool. But it was was fun. When do you get the pottery back? I think in a week. Cool. I don't know if it actually takes that long, but, you know, we're not in any hurry. So they say yeah. come back next week. What did you design? Like, what was it? A I cup or? did a um, plant holder. Oh, nice. How cute. And it was a um, hedgehog. Sorry, Aww, I couldn't think of it. How cute. Yeah. So I, I liked it. It okay. spoke to me. Oh, so. cute. So maybe, are you going to bring it um, home or is it going to yeah. stay at work? Okay. No, I'll bring it home. All right, listeners, we're going to uh, take a picture of that and we're going to post <laughs> oh it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we're going to see how good <laughs> this really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not the traditional colors, I can tell you that much. Cute. Yeah. So. Very cute. How was your day? It was good. week? Everything's good. Been busy. Um, one thing that I did want to talk to you about was yeah. I had... A zombie apocalypse <gasps> dream. Oh my gosh! <gasps> I love my zombie, <laughs> my Z dreams. Do you have them? No. Oh. I would like. Oh my gosh! I would. Oh, I'd be so scared. I love my dreams. They are so exciting. It like I feel like I'm in the shows that we love to watch, and you get that fear and anxiety. Sorry. I'm, like, I'm interrupting Brooke right now. I just don't want to forget. Sorry. Oh, we're going to go back to your hand dream signals. in just one second. My friend, yeah, who is an actor, mm-hmm. she uh, received casting notices for The Walking Dead. Wow. Yes. That is incredible. I told her I was going to go visit her. And I think it's in Richmond, Virginia or somewhere. Yeah. They're filming it. So... Um, I'm like, I'm coming to stay with you. Oh. I'm going to apply, too. Um, oh, she applied? Yeah. Well, she's going to. Oh. But I just thought that was so cool. I had to share that news with you. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Well, you'll have to let us know um, her progress. I know. I will. So she got casted. No, no, no. Okay. She just got the notice, but she happened to tell me because she knows of okay. my love, our love of the whole universe that's so. fun very cool yeah so. very very, very cool. exciting I'm yeah like, oh, i feel so close yeah <laughs> so one day i know it will be your turn yeah. so tell me about your dream i'm so sorry to interrupt you that's okay where was i my dream you know there aren't there's not a whole lot of details that i could actually describe but you know i do remember being scared i do remember 
Um, it was the fast zombie type. It wasn't like the slow herd. You're scaring me. Yeah. It was the kind that like builds up and then just kind of crumbles down all over the place. Like, um, Train to Busan. Have you seen that movie? No. It's, um, I believe that it's Korean and it was on Netflix. That's where I saw it with Mm -hmm. the kids, Dominic and actually Dominic, um, sorry, Dominic, I'm going to throw you under the bus. He got a little scared of that one. So he didn't really particularly Mm -hmm. like it. Gabriel and I, we watched it. It was like, so much anxiety. Oh my gosh. Really? Yeah. It was good. (gasps) So Train to Busan, and so it was like that, like all these zombies like crawling all over each other, like you're just so afraid trying to get away, and then the last thing that I remember, and I was so near to waking up, it was like, I'm hiding, right? And of all freaking places I had to hide, (laughs) where a porter potty (laughs) on its side. Why? Oh my god! So, Yeah. I don't know, but I've got this reoccurring dream about dirty bathrooms. It's very... Maybe there's a message there. Yeah, I think that there is. It's just like not feeling maybe exposed or like... Maybe I need uh, to clean my bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) No. Anyways. Yeah, that was... It was exciting, though. Yeah. I love my zombie dreams. I haven't had one in a while. So I have a question for you. Yeah. What is it? Um, if you had a chance at redemption, how far would you go to redeem yourself? So, you know, like, what if you burned somebody and you came across them again? Yeah. It had been some time. Do you think that you would want to, you know, I mean, show your remorse and, and what if they just denied it? They're like, ah, forget you get away from me would you keep trying oh man or would you just give up? i um i i hope that i wouldn't burn anybody in the first place yeah but, um i try to resolve things right away mm-hmm. if i can with it whatever it may be i just always try to resolve things right away i just don't like things hanging out there so um yes of course i would try and and um at my chance at redemption yeah um and if they denied it um, I would try again. I think after one or two times, I'd probably like let it go for a while and maybe see if I could try again another time. Yeah. Um, what about you? I'm so afraid of rejection, I think. So it would make sense for me to let it go if mm-hmm. they were just like, get away from me. But, um, you know, let's just say humanity... Uh, was in a whole different place than it is right now, you know, like if we were in an apocalypse. Right. Then I I think that I, I would hope that I would change my tune and uh, keep trying. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like something that I would be like um, insisting on doing currently in my life, but I would like to be that person. Right. I just don't yeah. really foresee that. And I don't know. I mean, I guess we've got... Diana's opinion there or what she would do. And we got mine. And what do you know? They're different. (laughs) So let us know what you think. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. You can subscribe to our website and YouTube channel. Let us know if you had a chance at redemption, how far would you go? Brooke, what were your overall thoughts on this 
episode. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? I am very happy to see more of Charlie, Sarah, and Wendell, and even Strand. I was mm-hmm. really happy to yeah. see them coming into their characters this season. And they've been on the other side of that sh- of the show, and we really needed to see how they were holding up since, you know, having their home taken, because they were on that side. Yeah. And we've been focusing on looking for Al, mm-hmm. and they're over there. Like, what have they been doing? So I'm really glad that this episode was as good as it was. Yeah, I was, it was good to see what was happening with them. And, you know, I wasn't the hugest fan of Daniel before now. But I feel he adds so much to the show, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy he's back. I don't know how temporary it is, but I'm glad he's back. And I'm also liking Charlie now. I know, I do too. I hated her because she had killed Nick. Oh, that's true. And um, But we are talking about redemption here, so I guess she too has redeemed herself. That's great. She yeah. really has, you know, and... Um, She's really grown. I mean, she was so young, and she was with that crazy crew yeah. prior. Um, and so there we are with that second chance. Mm-hmm. Great messages here. So with Lucia and Dylan, they were kind of shacked up, you know, in this episode because, um, you know, Lucia is still wounded. Right. And then they come across Dylan, and so he stays behind with her. And Lucia seems to be managing her pain a lot better than before, right. thankfully. You know, she's got to babysit. You don't want her all drugged up mm-hmm. and loopy <laughs> while she's got the child. And so she stays back with Dylan, and he's and she is fixing the tower that fell so that they can communicate with Strand. Right. So um, she shares the book with him, The Little Prince, the same book that she shared with Charlie. Yeah. When they first met, Uh I thought that was really interesting. Mm -hmm. And Dylan seems to be so curious about that book. And I was actually wondering if he could even read. I wasn't sure. And I'm still not sure. Um, But they talk about the story. And it seems to be a reflection on Dylan and what he should do. So, like, maybe his conscience is talking subliminally through the book. Right. So I thought that was really impressive. Yeah. I also wondered about his reading ability, too. I mean, I don't think he can read, which is so sad that they haven't had the time to teach him. Right. Which is really, I love that part of this, Mm -hmm. if that were true, Mm -hmm. because people are born into the apocalypse. So, and they, you know, I mean, obviously in this episode, um, later on in the episode, we find out that they're kind of on their own. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, We didn't really know that before. Yeah. And so... It just, it also reminds me of that movie, The Quiet Place. Yeah. You know, when the little yes. boy is like, he wanted that toy so bad. No, Broke my heart. I know that did, it totally did. Yeah. So now Dylan is separated from his siblings and they have a plan to get them, like meaning Strand, Alicia and everybody, all that um, crew away from the woods because mm-hmm. they're trying to go in that direction. Um, and Dylan is supposed to steer them in the wrong direction while Morgan and Alicia look for Al. Yeah. So clearly or obviously we see that unravel. But Dylan's conscience gets the best of him and he cracks, just as Annie had said. Um, his siblings are in trouble and he confesses that they're just trying to keep them away. But what do you know? 
You know, Dylan is my favorite kid out of the bunch. Yeah. So I was glad to see that he did the right thing and helped the group. Yeah, me too. But he helped not only the group, but he helped his family. Or his siblings. siblings. Yeah. Really great. Yeah. I would say out of the three of them that he's who the one that I really like. So I was hoping, I was really hoping and pulling you would do the right thing because I didn't want to not like him. Mm -hmm. So. Little sweetheart, um, his glasses. Yeah. I thought about the glasses, like, oh, what happens if they break? Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that might happen now that you've said it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Daniel and Strand. Mm-hmm. So, Daniel does not like, trust Victor at all, and right. he knows him pretty well. Yeah. But Strand finally gets to the plane and goes inside to find that the instruments have been removed. Mm-hmm. So, he can't fly the plane. And then he finds a note in Spanish that says, I said no. Yeah. And Daniel tells him if he is there when he gets back, he will make good on his promise, which is to shoot him in the face. Uh Uh-oh. So Daniel warns both Sarah and Charlie at different times about Victor, thinking that he hasn't changed. Okay. And then later in the episode, Daniel puts himself in danger to help the group and... Victor radios him to say he is sorry for trying to kill him. But Daniel says, that's not it. It's about the lies. Mm -hmm. And so then Victor admits in front of the group that he lied to Daniel about knowing where his daughter Ophelia was to get something in return. Right. So that when Daniel arrived late, Ophelia had died. Okay. How did... Oh, that's right. You didn't see this part. Yeah. So she died in Madison's arms. And it was just like a few minutes later that you hear Daniel coming up. Oh. And then uh, Madison gets up to greet him and tried, was going to try and console him when he sees his daughter is dead. Oh, that's so, so sad. It was so, I mean, he, he missed her just barely. <laughs> wow. So that's why he's so mad at Strand, which is, you know, you can see why. Yes, I I understand now. Yeah. So the group sets out to save Daniel from the walkers, but ultimately it's Victor Strand who uses the plane propellers to kill them, but it destroys the plane in the process. That sucks. So Victor goes over to help Daniel up, and Daniel says he won't shoot him in the face anymore. Yeah. So finally, Victor has redeemed himself. Yeah. It's It's interesting how things like that or scenes are filmed that way because you're like telling the TV, just get out of there and go to the back. And why are you going? Like, yes, what are you I doing? Know. You know, yeah. like, oh no, now the plane. And then, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I know it, when it was happening, I'm like, can't you kill them any other way? Don't yeah. use the airplane. Don't use the airplane. I didn't know at first. I didn't think that the motors were going to burn out like that. I was like, oh, cool. And then I'm like, oh, wait, hold on. Not so cool. Yeah, I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling the, when he kept killing them, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, all their guts are getting in those. That was funny. <laughs> inside there. It was funny. And so, yeah. um, but I think it was just trying to show you how far Strand was willing to go to help Daniel. And, you know, it's, sometimes you just got to help and use all everything you have right now and then worry about the next thing. Yeah later or the you know when you get to it it's all about surviving in the moment i know i keep thinking about things like that or just living life yolo 
Yeah. Getting the kids to Disneyland, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, Mm -hmm. hey. It's a fine balancing act, right? Yeah. Because you don't want to deplete so much and everything. And and then then when you do get, you know, time does go by and you suffer then. So it's like, you know, it's a... It's a balancing act. Otherwise, Daniel probably would have died. So that was, you know, an urgent matter that Correct. needed to be um, dealt with since the guns didn't work on the truck. Right. And they wouldn't have had Perfect. enough ammunition. Perfect. So. I know. I didn't understand why Sarah ran over the damn gates. Who does that? Wouldn't you think, oh, we could oh, live yeah. here eventually, so why don't we just open the gates or shoot open the gates or whatever it is? Who runs them down with the truck so that there's no safe space? Such a great place. Yeah. He has got such a great place, yeah. and uh, now they have to clean that up or face that matter. Mm-hmm. And then Morgan and Alicia are out there continuing their search for Al. After Dylan's innocent interrogation, I thought that was really sweet. It felt I felt like it was like uh, a kid in the principal's office, yeah, you know? Yeah, I know. And Dylan told them to go in the specific direction because they supposedly saw the suspicious group camped out in that area. But when Morgan and Alicia head over there, they come across a bird box with no sign of the camp ever being there. Mm-hmm. It was interesting they showed that bird box again. I like that they kept that storyline going. Yeah, I did too. And uh, where's Grace when you need her? (laughs) (laughs) But Morgan and Alicia head back to help Annie and Max because Dylan comes clean with the siblings plot. And Morgan and Alicia end up helping kill off the walkers that were... Um, basically on Annie and Max. I know. And they had nothing else. They dropped the weapon. I know. And they looked like, oh, my gosh, they're on us. I mean, they were thinking, yeah. that's it. We're This is it. <laughs> we're dead. Yeah, because she had hurt her ankle mm-hmm. in the struggle with mm-hmm. the intestines. And uh, so they helped kill off the walkers. But then soon they were surrounded by a group of children, armed children. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And they realize that they are the kids of the parents at the camp of radioactive walkers that they just visited while June and John were with them. So they just told the kids that, or Morgan, he told the children that they're sorry. I know all those parents. Mm. Yeah. That's horrible. Traumatizing. I know. Sad. It's interesting that just all the kids lived and all the parents died. So Mm. I'm not sure how that ended up happening but maybe they're in a hole in the huh yeah that's true we'll have to find out get on that yeah right now (laughs) so i really like this relationship between charlie and daniel i do too i thought that was really um it was really sweet to see him with a young person and he looks like he's been so feral on his own Mm -hmm. with his cat so i thought (laughs) that was and then i feel like she really needed that too i think that they both needed Mm -hmm. it and i thought Part of that uh, relationship was because he had a daughter. Yeah. And so he knows how to, you know, he's raised one. So he can knows how to um, talk with her. Right. So and so he tries to warn her about Victor. Mm -hmm. And Charlie shares insight on how to get into a Walker filled building building, which is very useful. Right. And he tells her he inherited the warehouse and all the things in it, but can't, you know, give it to anyone because he can't find people. And she calls him on it and says, that's not true. 
someone came to you looking for help, meaning yeah. Strand. Strand. He ends up giving her the instruments for her to take back to Strand and the others. And when she gets there, she pleads with them that they need to help Daniel and they can't leave him out there on his own with the herd of walkers. So she has really changed. And I think, like I said before, she redeemed herself. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And yeah. at the end of the episode, she asked Daniel what he wanted to tell Ophelia. And he says that every day brings a chance to start over, a chance to get it right, which I thought was such a cool thing. Oh, yeah. Well, then that makes a whole lot of sense as to why he should... Um, let it go, Which you know? Yeah. So that's a really good um, good writing there, mm-hmm. incorporating all of that redemption, chance um, into this episode. I um, had read uh, something that said that was why he kept tearing the calendar days off and burning them. Mm. It was kind of like a new day, a new day. So mm. every new day, it's your new chance. Which Ooh, I, I like that. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, oh, I really like that. Yes. It's very cool. Right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. Okay. So, Brooke, what other things did you notice? Oh, skid mark. <laughs> I was you. like, oh, they better not break that glass and eat my kitty. I know. He is so strategic for a I mean, I'm not undermining a cat, but seriously, like, that is a cat. Like, yeah, wow, yeah. he has got strategy. Yeah. He is skilled. That is so cute. I love him. I do, too. I totally oh. do. Yes. First kitty we've seen in the zombie apocalypse or on The Walking Dead. Yeah, little kitty. Yeah, <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah. So, um, love him. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he didn't get eaten. Me, too. And I just keep thinking of that propeller. With the her the propellers with the walkers, the herd of walkers. And like Strand sitting in the airplane and then like the the blood and guts like yes. pop in front of him on the glass and he's I like, know. his face is like, oh I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was so gross. Um and that's just too bad that it fried the engine though. I feel really bad. But I love the creativity of the um special effects. And yeah, yeah it's just too bad that uh, all that work was destroyed. Well, I didn't know how a plane was really going to save everybody anyways. Like, one, how are you going to get everybody on the plane? Two, how are you going to get the plane to exactly where they are? And then, then you have to get it back. And what about know the where to gas? Go. And I wouldn't know where to fly. Like, I, who flies a plane? Anyways. I, I still want to yeah. know how far are they? You know, how far are these people? Why can't you just drive your car, put a bunch of gas in the car and go get them? Yeah, I'm surprised they even have gas in that huge. Um, uh, yeah, I know vehicle. what you're talking about. A tactical vehicle, right? Yeah. Um. So now what? Another plane, or do they just do it the hard way? We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um. The introduction to the Fear of the Walking Dead was the graphics of the semi truck, and then the plane was in the back. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, ooh, what what's it going to be about this week? Yeah. Huh? So, um. Oh. Those traps in the stores. Yes. What What the heck? Who's setting those traps? And well, it was that guy that he inherited all this from. Daniel is off to go do something. and He doesn't even care about this stuff in the warehouse. He's like, oh, yeah, just take it. Do whatever. Mm-hmm. It's all yours. Yeah. And no, I don't know if this person's alive. But he yeah. said he inherited it. So it made me think he was dead. But then I feel like he's going on a mission to do something. 
I mean, like... It's unclear to me. Like, those are some crazy traps, though. I mean, well, they... he was saying that the person yeah. wanted to kill people so that he could take their stuff, right? Mm, okay. Wow. I'm not really sure. Where the heck did Daniel go? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. He, he's he's like, I'll be back. Yeah. They're like, okay, bye. I know. What? See you later. Where are you going? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. just, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. We, like, what, did you just see what we just did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you notice? Um, um, when Daniel plays that music and Charlie asks if it was a live recording. Oh. I thought that was... That's kind of like the whole book thing, too, yeah. right? It's like Aww. something that, you know, she hasn't really experienced. I mean, maybe she did when she was really, really young, you know, but just listening to that music, it must be new to her to hear this yeah. music and songs. Right. It made me wonder, because, you know, Daniel in real life is a musician, so mm. the actor. Oh. And so it made me wonder if he played any of the songs i i didn't research any of the music that was used so okay i'll be curious to yeah find that out um oh and morgan tells alicia about his wife and son uh-huh. which i thought was a really good moment for them yeah jenny and Dwayne. and um i laughed because i'm like aha that's where I got the name Dwayne last week when I said Morgan and Dwayne reunite. Oh, there you go. I'm like, uh-huh. She's one step ahead of y'all I'm like, people. ooh, it was his son. Maybe yep. that's why I said it. Yep, that's why. And the chopper had the same symbol as the one that took Rick. Mm-hmm. And then Annie says that is the one that the others came in. But why are they leaving? And she says, maybe they got what they wanted. Oh, Meaning great. Al. Yeah, I I think so. Don't you? I mean, they like, they showed the guy. Well, that's like, what standing. it seemed like. But then we yeah. see previews and it's Al trying to survive, which will be very interesting. Yeah. It's about I time to show wait. where the heck. Yeah, I'm I excited know. too. So. Where are you? Yeah. So, Brooke, yes. why do you love the show? Well, particularly because I like the Circa back and the crossovers this season. And the way the characters are fulfilled is a great display and performance and totally unexpected, I think. Mm-hmm. Why do you like the show? Or love, sorry. <laughs> I love the show because of the relationships. Yeah. I love seeing that there is hope, redemption, mm-hmm. and humanity Even when people are bad and the world is scary, you can rely on those that you trust. Oh, good. (laughs) I'm in good hands. Yeah, I got to surround myself by these people. Yes. And so, Mm -hmm. who does your award go to? What was your favorite quote, character, or moment? My favorite, I guess, characters and moment would be Charlie and her relationship with Daniel. Mm -hmm. And she finds something in him that he has not had to open up for anyone in a long time. She gets him to tell her what happened to Ophelia. Mm -hmm. And Charlie has really matured. And she's doing great things. She's strong. Yeah. She's learned from her experience. I mean, she takes initiative. She, like, crept into Daniel's truck and hid. Yeah, I know. And how did he know that she was there? Like, it's just amazing. Like, I, I love... 
I loved their relationship that they built. And so I hope that there's more of that for their sake. Because yeah. I think they really had good chemistry. I think that says a lot about both of them as actors. Mm-hmm. Because they hadn't acted with each other previous to this episode. And this was written. So how do you ever know that it's going to work between two characters? It's either well-written and it's well acted. Yes. So kudos to both of them. Kudos. For that. Because I was, th- that was really a highlight of this episode. Yeah. I mean, I like I like Strand and Daniel too, but I thought that um, I was surprised by Charlie and Daniel. So. Yeah. Me too. I loved it. Was it was good. Who was your favorite character quote or moment? <laughs> Skidmark. Ooh. I love him. He is my favorite he or she. And nothing better happened to him or her or I'm going to be upset and cry. Yeah. I love that he is so well trained. I mean, we can't get our cats to do any of that. I know. He is so lovable and curious. And I hope he gets well paid. I'm sure he does. Dominic asked me, Mom, what's a skid mark? I'm like, oh, <laughs> you don't know what a skid mark is? Well, you're good. You're real good. <laughs> so, Brooke, what are you currently watching? Well, I'm also watching Big Little Lies, and I really love that show. Mm-hmm. But an, a movie that I had seen uh, a few weeks back, um, I've been waiting to talk to you about it. I just keep forgetting to talk about it. So I wanted to share with you this movie called Mid-90s. Okay. And it was, as far as I know, it's directed by Jonah Hill. I know that. Okay. But I'm confused on who wrote it. I saw that he wrote it, but then I saw like some some like Instagram name wrote it, and I couldn't understand. So I think he wrote it as well. Um, I've heard that it is his... Um, biographical um, uh, drama based on his childhood. So Sounds familiar. That's the only reason I'm looking at you like that. I think I heard him talking about this. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So it's 1990s Los Angeles and the child that is the main character, he is supposed to be 13 years old and he's spending his summer. It's really interesting because they start the movie with this dysfunctional lifestyle, this Mm -hmm. family home environment between he and his brother and his mom. And he decides that he wants to be a skater. And so he um, meets this group of friends at a skate shop. And in this film, these kids are doing things that you would not want your own kids to be doing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The music was done by Trent Reznor. So it was like really cool. Um, And I think Trent Reznor is... Um, a really good musician for the time uh-huh, as well, uh-huh. 90s. And so this movie really spoke to me. And I grew up in the 80s, 90s, but 90s is my time that was most influential. Yeah. And honestly, and being very honest, I had a lot of these same experiences as this group of teens. So I can totally relate yeah. to this movie. I watched it with Gabriel. He feels that he can relate to this movie. I don't know on what degree, because as far as I know, my son is so <laughs> innocent. He was a bo- Of course. You know? I'm like, oh. oh. So I'm so like, funny. okay, I don't get it. But, um, you know, if you understood the skating culture, um, 
you know, there's partying and the behavior taking place. Um, I felt that this movie was a perfect adaptation of the time and the lifestyle of the skateboard mm-hmm. culture. Oh, it makes me want to watch it. There's too many oh. things I want to watch. It's killing me. There's just too much. I just yeah. need to, like, not go to work and just sit down and watch everything. Right. Work is getting in the way. Right. Sorry, work. I love you. Well, You're hey, great. three, six, five. Okay, we've got <laughs> plenty of days. But if oh, you gosh. are, Diana, if you are looking for a movie to take you back in time to the 90s, yeah. uh-huh. skateboarding life, Yeah. please, 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 please watch this yeah. movie. And it's actually not a long movie. So it ended all too soon. Mm-hmm. I wish that it was longer. That's awesome. That's an awesome uh, recommendation yeah. when you want, want a movie to be longer. I just love, you know, those movies that are very um, telling of that time. You yeah. know, like for me, it was um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, yeah. That's I love totally that one. like me growing up. You know, oh, I mean, okay. these people, it's just like it. Or um, what's the one um, with Molly Ringwald? Oh, my God. 16 Candles? Yeah, is that the one I'm thinking? No, 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 no. I'm thinking of Breakfast Club. Breakfast that's Club, yeah. yeah. And it's just like you know, uh, um, it's just Sixteen Candles is hilarious. By the way, I love watching those movies, yeah. but it's definitely like I didn't go to high school in the '80s, so. Yeah. But I loved seeing that adaptation as right. well. That's why I'm saying you, you know, you just love seeing these different things. Like, yeah, I mean, there's '80s movies, and then there's '90s movies, and it's like, ah, they're just so much fun. Yeah, I so love it. but in this movie, there is a bit of a twist at the end, but it's very heartfelt, and the they just the loving the love of that group is is shown. Like you, mm-hmm. oh. I love this movie. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I've got to put it on my list. Do. It's called Mid-90s. Yeah. All right. It's on Amazon Prime oh, if you okay. have that. Okay, yet. I do. And, of um, course I do. My husband, Gabe, he doesn't really, um, like, he watched a lot of fantasy, sci-fi, bang, bang, shoot him up, John Wick type movies. Mm-hmm. And when I put on a drama, it's like, it has to be the right kind of a drama for him to, like, get trapped. Yeah. And this one, it was way past his bedtime. I mean, he went to bed, like, an hour late because he was watching <laughs> it and he couldn't stop. Yeah. So, yeah, totally watch it. You can get it at the boys. Yeah. Your family yeah. would yeah. probably really like okay. it, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, mid-90s, Jonah Hill. Cool. Mm-hmm. What about you? What are you currently watching? Well, of course, Big Little Lies, which, yep. you know, stay tuned for episode 51. We'll be talking about that. 51. <laughs> but, um, you know, we saw Toy Story 4 this weekend. Yes. So I'm so excited about that. And then everybody, please, uh, you know, check out our video on that. Yes. But just to tell you a little bit about it, um, you know, Toy Story 4 was, I mean, Toy Story in general is my favorite computer animated movie ever. I just love it. I love Woody, um, Buzz Lightyear. I love that it's about friendship. Um, I mean, really true friendship and and just, you know, what your purpose in life is. And it just tugs at the heartstrings for me. And um, and so in this movie, it's about Woody. Um, you know, he is now with Bonnie and she's going off to kindergarten and her first day of school, she she doesn't want to go, which was funny because it reminded me yeah. of, of um, some of my kids who didn't want to go either. It was, like, it was so hard for them. Aww. So I, I could see that in this. And yeah. um, but, you know, he wants to make sure she's OK. So, so he sweet. hops in her backpack and takes off with her and helps her with 
you know, things around the classroom. classroom. Thank you very much. <laughs> and she, you know, decorates this spork and makes a toy out of it. And, you know, it's got its her name on the bottom of its feet. And it's a real live toy. And, you know, she brings she loves it. She brings it home. And, you know, Woody's in charge to make sure that this uh, toy realizes he's a toy, you know, and not a utensil. So right. it's just quite. He's so cute. Yeah. I love Forky. Yeah. So it's just hysterical, people. If you haven't seen it yet, go see it. But yeah. this um, this Forky is having issues because he thinks he belongs in the garbage. Right. And he's just trying to figure out his way in the world, too. And he keeps hopping in there, but Woody has to keep getting him out. And, you know, there's a, a road trip and, and Forky keeps getting lost. And uh, Woody's purpose is to find... Um, him and bring him home so that Bonnie is good. So, and you know, Bo Peep is back in it, and I love it. Yeah, we just see her surviving on her own and and just being a strong, independent woman. And she's got that cape. Yeah, and oh, she's just. Uh, I want to see it again. Yeah. So, I um I I will tell people that I did cry, but of course I cry easily when things tug at my heartstring. And um, it's mostly all the time it was Woody talking and, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, really, I just think it's a good movie for adults and for kids. And I just, I just really love it. So Me too. And I want to go see it again. And then, of course, there's um, Keanu Reeves uh, voiced Duke Kaboom, which was funny. Did you imagine Keanu Reeves when you were watching? Because I did. I kept seeing Keanu Reeves. No. You didn't? Oh, it was like, ah, it was so him. I could just hear his voice. Uh, I mean, see him as he was talking and I was dying. I think that they made Kaboom kind of look like Keanu a little bit. Yeah. I could see it in his expressions. Well, and Keanu Reeves, he really um, does invest in the motorcycle World. world, yeah. So that was pretty good. Yeah. I just really love the animation, and I love the toys, and I love the idea of these toys coming to life, and, like, them yes. having their own lives, and yes. their own personal social lives. Yes! And, oh, oh, and then just the little piece of trash that your kid... You can't throw it away, and you like just like why can't I throw this away? So you leave it in their room because they just love it so much. They just love it. They can't, <laughs> and they can't part with it. And that just reminded me of my children because Dominic actually had a thing mm-hmm. that looked just like Forky, and I threw it away because I was like, yeah. oh, he doesn't. I don't know what this is. Like I'm yeah. just garbage now. I I go in there secretly and throw yeah. their stuff away. But what if like. They really wanted that piece of trash. <laughs> I know. So now I'm like, oh no, I'm. I'll never throw away another piece of trash. <laughs> I yeah, I agree with it's you. It's so cute. Yeah, and um, I just I feel so bad for Woody and and all the other toys, but I feel so bad for Woody when he when Bonnie doesn't. It's in the beginning when Bonnie doesn't play with him and he's just thrown there. And he's like the last toy to be picked up. Oh, I'm like, you were so important. Yeah, he so, knows a lot about that. Has to do, you know, I feel in a way it has to do with parenting or has to do with aging. It's like not feeling as useful as you once were or as popular as you once were, which is making me sad. So Okay, 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 okay. I know, I know. But that's okay, okay, I think okay, that's okay. why I was so <laughs> moved oh, by it. But I love it. Yeah. It has a good ending. So I, I really, I will tell you, I wasn't thrilled with the ending until I came home 
And my oldest son went and saw it later on and came home and told me he was happy with the ending. And I said, you were? And he said, yeah. And I said, I don't want to give this away to the people who have not watched it. But he gave me his reasoning and his reasoning made me feel better. Mm. And so I saw it in a new light. And it, it I was glad that he told me because then I felt better about it because I was like kind of depressed. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't like this. But yes, yeah, so it made me happy. Well, so. on that note, to infinity and, and beyond. <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. All right. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in. And we hope something that we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We need your feedback. We will be uploading two new episodes Tuesday, July 9th. The next show will be on Fear the Walking Dead, Season 5, Episode 5, and Big Little Lies, Season 2, Episode 4. You could find our website listed in our show notes. See you next time. Bye. Bye!